We're up to Simon Kufnun. We're starting Mitzvah Hashem Hilchis Beis Haknesses. Zokta Mechaber Sefalov. Koifin Bnei Ha'ir Zeze Livnei's Beis Haknesses. Bnei Ha'ir, if they don't have a Beis Haknesses, we're to daven. They can force each other to chip in to be able to build a Beis Haknesses. And who are then Veliknes Lehem Teire Neviim Uksuvim. So Mshabura first quotes the Lashon Harambam in Hilchis Tvila. This is the Lashon Harambam. Kol Mokem Sheyesh Boy Asorim Yisrael. So this halacha, that B'nai Ir could be koifin ze'azeh, to build a base knesses, we're talking about that the city has a minion. If there's no minion, then there's no chiv to build a base knesses. But if there's a minion, then there's a chiv to build a base knesses. And this is a chiv which is motala kol b'nai and therefore you can force everybody in the city to be mishtatif, in the payment to build a shul, however, if it's not feasible for them to build a shul, a kalponim, they have to rent a place for a shul where they can daven. Now, how exactly do you divide the payments between the Bnei Yair? So, Meshavur brings Akhra from the Paiskim that it depends. If you're building the shul, then you collect based on the person's status. In other words, the more money a person has, the bigger, in other words, everyone has to give a certain percent of their money, so the richer people have to give more than the poorer people. However, that's been a gay of building a shul. If you're just renting a space for the shul, so then half the payment of the rent is based on the person's monetary status, percentage of what he has, and the other half of the rent is based per person. Everyone gives, for, so 50%, everyone gives an equal amount, and the other 50% is based per the amount of money that a person has. The makoir of this halach is the maram padve. And the reason for this chilek between binyan and schiris, he explains like this, because schiris is a yearly recurring charge. So Mela, since Daniyim also need the shul, so they have to be mishtatif the same way as the ashirim. So Kaponim, the 50%, Daniyim and the ashirim, we charge the same amount. However, regarding building, building is something for long term. You're building a building, which is a one-time charge, and it's going to go to the dairis. So it's possible that poor people eventually are going to move out of this town, whereas rich people usually stay in the town because since they have houses and businesses, it's less likely for them to uproot themselves, whereas Aniyim sometimes go to move to another place to try to be matzliach someplace else. So it's not fear to charge them an equal amount because they may not be here, whereas Chirah, since it's a yearly charge, so as long as they're here in town, they have to pay. So therefore, when it comes to Binyan, over there, the charge is based per the amount of money the person has, whereas Schiris, at least 50%, is an equal charge for Bein Ani and Bein Ashir. The Archashulchan says that where they sell, when they build a Besmedish, or even if they rent a Besmedish, where you sell the seats, and the seat charge is based on the proximity to Mizrich, so mainly each seat has a different charge. So those that want to have the better seats, there are what's called the more Mechobedige seats, they pay more. So as Lashon is, Who makes up the price of the seats? And that should be Nikva, in case they can't come to a Haskomer, they should be, Bezden should decide what the price per seat is. So mainly it's not Negea for one person paying more than the other, because you're paying per seat. As I fear to Yisdar HaShulchan, V'cheinu HaMinik HaPoshet HaTzleinu, now, although this halacha is talking about building or renting a Besaknesis, 
The Rechashulchan says this halacha also repri- uh, applies to repairs of the shul. He says repairs that are totally necessary. Let's say you have a roof leak and rain is leaking in or the walls are damaged, something which is a structural issue. There also you could be kaifezezeh that they should pay towards the tikkun of the base medish. But stam to beautify the shul, in other words, it's functional shul. But they want to add something, they want to put new tiles, a chadaymeh. That, Zokhtar HaShulchan, nearly the ein yechayl lach of zezeh. And if one person says, I think that this is something which is hechreichi, and the other one says it's not necessary, it's tali b'rois ene hadayin, if it's considered something which is necessary or not. B'alacha says that this halacha is not only a besaknesis to daven, but who adin a makam to learn? And he says kolshkin. A makam to learn is even more important than a base, than 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 a makam to daven. And from the fact that the shulchan aruch says that who adin your kaifa to buy tayr neviim aksuvim, and like we'll see in a minute, that's in order for people to learn out the mitzvah of talmud tayr. So if there's no place to learn, then what's the point of having this varm? So vada, if the besaknesis for some reason is not suited. For learning, then Avada they can also be kaifin zazet to build or to rent a place to be able to learn. And that's more important than a place to daven. Zok the Mishnah Brure, that in the Santa Chiddush, he brings from the Chida and the Birke Yosef, that there's a Yesh Mishikasav, that when you build a shul, it shouldn't be built Darach Goyim. It's not covered for the Bismadish to be built Darach Goyim. Ubefrat, he says, they keep it, they make sometimes a dome on top of the Arna Kaidish. That for sure shouldn't be done al yidei and you should try to get Yiddish workers if possible. He says the exterior that's not a problem. If there he says he's talking about the gag, but the, the place can say it refers to the exterior of the bismedish that could be built al yidei But the interior, as much as possible, you should try to build it through yidin. There are those places that say this is only a halacha mitzad that you're supposed to hire Yiddish workers in general, as opposed to goyish workers. But the mashmoyz over here in the Bialacha, the way the Chidah brings it down, is that it's referring to a shul, miyuchad, that has to be built, al yidei Yisraelim. And it's Kadesh, lo yehei mitzviz, bezu Yisraelav, and we find a similar halacha, where the Ramah brings down in Simachof Aleph, that you shouldn't give your tzitzis, or your talis to goyish cleaners to wash. Again, it's the same Yisvara, shal yehei mitzviz, bezu Yisraelav. Rav brings down that if Lamaise, the Yiddish contractors, are a lot cheaper than the goyish contractors, so you could use a Goyesha contractor. However, the Gemara Binyan should be Al Yudei Yisrael. Mishnabur brings down from the Magan Avram, B'Shem Derivash, that someone who's Ma'akiv, the Tzibur, from building a shul, even if there's already one shul in the city, but they want to build another shul, and he stares them, it's considered he's Meneya, Sarab, Milasa, Mitzvah, even though there's already one shul, they are staring them from building another one, is a big problem, because there is a mile of having two shuls in a city, so people in a different, especially if they're in two different areas, Dr. Moshe, so therefore people who are, live too far from one can go to the other. However, if the Besmedish is big enough to fit everyone comfortably, then there is an Isser to separate and open up a new shul, because there's an Inyan of Bereivam Hadris Melech. So if it's not tight, the space in one Besmedish, then everyone should stay in one Besmedish. He brings down from their Advaz, the Advaz says that's as long as the people in the one shul are getting along with each other. So then it's taka b'reivam hadris melech, because everyone is b'leiv echot. But if there's fighting going on in the shul, then it's better to split up, so the two factions, daven in two different shuls, there shouldn't be mechleikas in the shul. He says not that it's a good thing to split up. Adar they should try to make shalom and stay in one place, and have b'reivam hadris melech. But for some reason, if that's impossible, then rather split up than have one place where they're fighting around. 
Now this that it says over here, that you should also force each other to buy Tayyar Nevi'im Aksuvim. So the point isn't because Tulein the Tayyar and Tulein the Haftayyar from the, from the Nevi'im Aksuvim. The point is that people should be able to sit and learn in the shul. Like we mentioned before from the Biyalach, it's important, it's more important than having a makam for davening than it is to have a makam to learn. So Avadi, you should be able to buy Tarnaviyam Aksuvim. The reason why it says Tarnaviyam Aksuvim, because Biyamayam, it wasn't Nitin Lichtaiv, only Tarnaviyam Aksuvim. But today that we write Shas and Rambam, Shachanarach, Chedayim, and Svarim, so today there's a Chiyav to buy all sorts of Svarim for people to learn, for the Ketanim, for the Gdailim. And the Mishnah says if it's a place where people in the town have Svarim, so then you can't force them to buy Svarim for the Shul because the Maisa people can borrow from other people to Svarim. Then there's only a Chiyav to force people to buy a Sefer Torah because the Sefer Torah, that you take a need for Kriya Satayra B'Tzibur. But as far as Svarim, if people have Svarim, then you can't force people because there is where to borrow Svarim from. And the Primagodim wants to say that since the reason to buy Svarim, Tarnaviyam Aksuvim, is L'Tzayrach Limud, they're not L'Tzayrach Kriya of the so it comes out an Afkamina. This didn't build a shul, the Mishnah Bura started off as Dafka when you have at least 10 people living in the city. To buy Svarim, there would be a Chiv, even if you have less than 10 people, because there's a Chiv that people have to be able to learn. So you have to enable people the opportunity to learn and buy Svarim, that everyone should be able to be Nehenna from the Svarim. So two dinam. Number one, the Beis HaKnesis should be built at the highest point in the city. In other words, if it's not a flat city, if it's a mountainous city, it should be built on the higher part of the city. And the second din is that the actual Beis HaKnesis should be taller than all other houses in the city. The reason why to build it on the highest part of the city, because it's brought down a posseg b'roish is tikra, and it has to be taller than all other houses because it says the roimim is beisalekeinu. And the place coming down that this is a very serious thing, the Shara Tshuva brings down the Gemara and Shabbos, that chas v'shalom, the, the city could be nechrev because of this oven of not building the besekneses higher than the houses, and if it's nechrev, ene kodesh baruchu osed lachzira, v'chein harbit sorech lihizara b'cholmada efshir. So this is quite a serious halacha. We'll discuss soon why people today aren't noyig like that. Now the Mechaber says it has to be higher than all other houses in the city. What's he coming to Mafkia? Zok the Mechaber lafuke bironius bironius zok the remoz binyonim haasuyim lenoy targum schias achem the bironius shapiron that it's lafuke binyonim that are not made for dwelling umigdolim shein mishtamshim behem. Like if you have high towers and things like that, since you're not mishtamish, those don't count. That's not a problem that those are taller than the shul. The Iker we're talking about are houses where people live in. And so too, if you have a house that's taller than the shul, but what's taller than the shul is the top of the house. And let's say it's a gag meshup, it's an A-roof, like most of our houses. So the roof isn't usable. So then you don't have to cheshbin the roof when you're coming to see if the Besiknesis is the tallest building in the city. But rather, Mesharin ad hamokim shehuroi letashmish. Dehainu, sheim yesh aliyah tachas agag, loitehei gavoyi yoyisrim Besiknesis. That the interior of the house, all the way to the top of the house, that has to be lower than the shul. But the fact that the roof extends another 20 feet to the top of the A-roof, that makes absolutely no difference. However, the Bialacha speaks out that 
if the roof is a usable roof, especially in those days, the roof was, was very commonly used. If you had a flat roof, they used the roof. So then the roof also, we have to cheshbin, that the rooftop should be lower than the shul. Because any place which is used as a tashmish dira, dira there's a chiv, that the tashmish dira can't be taller than the base of Knesset. It's not covered for the shul. However, the Ramah says, U'bishasatchak, where the government doesn't let you build a tall base of Knesses, so then you have no choice. They used to make but the Knesses in the houses. Even though, let's say, the base of Knesses is on the first floor, and the people living in the house are living on the second floor, so here we're being done, uh, also the problem that the Batei Diurim shouldn't be taller than the Shul, and here you have that it's actually on top of the shul, so it's higher up than the shul. Since it's a shasat chak, you could be makel provided zagderimah ubalvad sheyinigu baaliyah shalav benikiyas. Kamayshi's bar b'soyv simon kufnan aleph. We'll see over there. There's another issue of having a house on top of a shul. If you're doing dvarim megunim in the place that's on top of the shul, that's another problem. But here we're handling the problem that the houses can't be taller than the base haknesis. On that he's saying b'shasat chak, if the People live on top of the shul, it's okay. What's Takib Shat in this hatter? So the Makar the Besyasa brings them Riban Khaviv and he says, Kivin Shemokim Zel Nivne Bikva Abur Baisa Knesis. El Rakba Kroy Baalma, because it's a Shasat Chak, Khadoime, Mimela Ainsham Kadushasham. So it's Mavur that if it's uh Binyan Baisa Knesis Kavua, then there would be an issue of having an apartment on top of the shul, because then it comes out that the apartment is taller than the shul. So today you go around in in many cities, let's say in Brooklyn, where every street you have houses with shuls on them on the first floor, and there's there's apartments on top. So the what happened to this whole sif? But the emiss is, we stamazai have to understand, what are you going to do today? Come out in every city, there's binyanim that are a lot taller than the shuls. Nowhere is the shul the tallest binyan in the city. So what's takib shat in that? And here we're just saying it's such a chomer de gahalacha. What's shat the isn't machmer on this. So there's different mahalchem in the Mishibur himself brings down that Mishibur's lashon is the kazuah achreinim. What's takah the pshat that mekaymis shein is harim b'zeh shatam the kibin sheyesham har bebata evit kechovim shegvoyim ibeis haknesis. You have a lot of churches or goyisha homes that are taller than the shul. Im came belav hachileka hakeir lebeis haknesis. What's it going to help if the Eden are makbid to build their houses lower than the shul? At the end of the day. It's not nicker in this city that this base of Knesset is the tallest binyan because all the Goyesha houses are anyways going to be taller and you can't prevent that. So Mamele, this whole din is not so applicable to, today. However, the Mishabur fears us. However, this is very good if you live between Goyim. But what happens if you live in a Yiddish city? You live in, a, in Eretz Yisrael, in a, in a Yiddish town where everybody is Eden. So there, you don't have this problem of and churches lahavdul. So what's, so what's the heter for there? So there is one mahalach that Svasemis mentions. Svasemis time is that as long as there is one basiknesis in the city that's taller than all the houses, that's enough. The other basiknesis don't have to be taller. It's brought down, the Chazanish said that Yeshivas Panovich and Slabotka were matzal b'neibrak, because since they're on a mountain, they're taller than all the other batim. So mele. It's not it's a limitzchus that all the other batiknesias are lower than the binyan. However, Biyashiv brought down a very interesting meiri, and he says that could be the meiri. It's a meiri Shabbos, 
That's the Makara today that people are making. The Meir Yeshita is that when we discuss that a house can't be taller than the shul, we're not talking about the outside of the house from floor to the roof. We're talking about the interior of the room in the house from floor to ceiling. That the room height of private residences shouldn't be taller than the room height in a shul. Because that's the beauty of a shul, that you have a very tall, majestic ceiling. So Ibazoi then come out in many, many shuls, you're making this, because most shuls, especially in the Israel, the big, big, big shuls, and today all over, the shuls are like at least two stories tall, the interior, and no house is like that. True, and from the outside, other houses are a lot taller than the shul, but from the floor to ceiling and the interior, the shul has a lot taller space. So Mamele, that's a limit schos for those who aren't machmer, because they go with the meiri. So, Benegeya, people that have a, sh- a shul in their house on the first floor, so there we asked, what's the heter for that? So, the Svasemis would work, because as long as there's other shuls in the city that are the tallest, that would be fine. But uh, typically, these shuls don't have the Meiris Mahalik, because they're also one floor, they're also one level ceiling, so therefore, you wouldn't have that Limitzchus. What happens if someone was over on this halach of Siv Beis and he built his house taller than the shul? So it's so chamer that yesh aimrim shekayf and ayser ashpiloi that we force him to lower his house that it should be lower than the shul. Zog dermovim also binyan gavoyi yoiser b'keren echad mebeis haknesses sagi b'kach. Instead of lowering your house, there's another eitzer lift up the roof of the Beis HaKnesis, even if you only lift one corner of the roof of the Beis HaKnesis, so it comes out that at one portion of the Beis HaKnesis it's taller than the house, even though on the other three sides the Beis HaKnesis' roof is lower, that would work with the Eved. If you built your house higher, that works. However, Zakta Mishnah Brewer, that means you actually lifted up the roof or the wall at one point, but not that you just stick a pole on the roof, so now that the pole is taller. It has to be part of the binion was built taller, even though the other parts weren't, that would be an Eitzah for someone who built his house taller. Siv Dalit Zog de Mechaber Habayne Kneged Chaloin Beis HaKnesis Ein Maspek Loi Barachokas Arba Amis Tefishu Tzorach Ur Godl The Loch is like this. By regular people who live next to each other, I'm not allowed to build a house with a window, even if I'm building in my property, if my window is facing the neighbor's property, so there's a Hezekriya, so the Loch is that I have to move away the window at least four Amis from my neighbor's house. There shouldn't be Hezekriya. On that, the Mechaber is saying, but if you're building a window next door to a shul, there, Dalad Amis doesn't help, because in Hezekriya, the shear is Dalad Amis. But a shul needs a lot of light. The shul should be very light and eerie, and therefore, you have to move more than Dalad Amis. How far do you have to move? Zakta Mishabur, it's not Mavur in the Shulchan how far? So the Mishabur says, Shmoyna Amis is for sure enough. The Primagodim has a suffix if this halacha also applies to the Ezra Snoshim and to the Azar of the Shul. If there also, it's not enough to remove four Amis, if you have to go up to eight Amis. And the Mishaburah says, since this whole halacha of the Mechaber is not so clear, the Archalkim, so Mamele, since the Mechaber only said the din by the actual Beis HaKnesis, so you don't have to be Machmer to move more than four Amis away from the Azar and from the Ezra Snoshim. Now, this halacha of not blocking the light from a shul is quite serious. The Sefer Hasidim brings a story of someone who wasn't makbed and he did do it, and he lost all his children in Chamon al-Tzlan. The Mishnabur brings down a Ramon, the Chuvis, that if you have a chotzer in the outside the base of Knesset, and the chotzer is not used for Dvarim Shabbat 
So Mamela, in such a case, you can't be moichet to a yachid who lives next to the chatzar, who wants to open his windows to the chatzar, because there's no hezekriya. Just like you did no iser hezekriya if you open up a window towards the shosarab. Because the, the problem of a window is, if people want to do dvarim shebitzine, and you're staring them, but because you have access to look from the window. But if you're opening a window to a shosarab, where anyways in a shosarab, no one is doing dvarim shebitzine, there's no issue. So the same thing, if the shul has a chatzar, and that chatzar is not used for Devarim Shebetzinah, so there's no problem if a yachid opens up his window facing the chatzar. However, the other way, if the call wants to open up windows in the shul looking into his chatzar, and he was here beforehand, he could be moichet. Now this halacha that we said in a chatzar, the yachidim are allowed to open their windows facing the chatzar if it's a chatzar which is not used for Devarim Tznuim. So the Meshavur says this is talking about dafke. If the chatzar is a mokem mahalach rabim, where we're sure that this will never be used to build an extension to the shul, because it's a mokem where the rabim walk, and mele they'll be able to be moichet, the shul shouldn't extend in that area. So in mele there's no problem for the neighbor to open up a window facing that chatzar. However, if this is not a mokem where rabim are walking, and there's a possibility that the shul may one day extend to that area, then they could be moichet on him not to open his window, because they're going to tell him, you're going to open a window now, and you're going to be machzik, and maybe later we're going to want to extend the shul, and then we're going to have an issue with you. So maybe it could be moich. Zok the ma'isa, the ramon, chayish mishvet, paskins, that chazakas don't work k'negada kol. So maybe what's their tainah? Let him build his window. Later, if they're going to extend the shul, then they can come to tiny with him, and his chazaka won't work, because a kol is stronger than the chazaka v'yachet. Zok but still they could be moich, because they can tell him, even though alpidin, we'll get the rights to do what we want to do, but we don't want to have to be busy schlepping you to Bezden. So Mele, in a case where there's a possibility that his opening up the window will stare them in the future, they could be Moichem. Shabur also brings down from the Sefer Hasidim that if a person has a window overlooking their Shusarabim and their Shusarabim there is the, is the derech to go to the shul, so people shouldn't pour out, in those days they used to pour Meir Glaim out the window, they shouldn't pour it out because people go early morning to shul and it's dark outside, they may not see and they may step into it and become a tunif. And it says, You're not supposed to come in metunif, so maybe you shouldn't do this. Shabur says, Anyways, you shouldn't be pouring out any dirty water in a place where people go, even if it's not a shul, so people shouldn't sit, so people shouldn't slip. It's like a barbish or sarabim, so stamaza, you shouldn't be doing this. Then the Meshavur brings down one last halacha from the Sefer Sheris Yosef that people who live near the shul, and they have a Beis HaKisei. In those days the Beis HaKisei was outside, and there's a bad smell that comes from there and it reaches the Beis HaKnesis. They're mechoyev to be marked the Beis HaKisei in order that the smell shouldn't reach the Beis, Beis HaKnesis. Even if the Beis HaKisei was there before the shul was built, still there's a chiyah for them to be mesalak the Beis HaKisei, because Hezek the Rabbim is more chamer than Hezek the Yachit. However, in such a case, since he was here before, they could be mechayev him to remove it, but they have to pay him his money that he shouldn't have a hefzit.